bottled under U.S. US government government supervision. supervision. Eh. It sounded a little better on my end, but chances are it it wasn't that great. Yeah, it it sounded closer on my end than it did that the practice run. Well, you would know. I'm gonna press a button. Hit the fucking music, chief. Who are those fellas down at the end of the bar? Those are the McGlynn boys. It's best to just let them be and listen to what they gotta say. Ask if you must, drink if you want, and disregard the rules because this, this is the tapping question. Thursday night once again. It's weird how Thursday nights happen every week. What? <laughs> no, there's nothing. Not that gets nothing. Fuck you guys. All right, so we're starting off great tonight. Uh, it is the tavern in question. It's seven thirty. Obviously, feel like that joke was a little dated. Yeah, we'll we'll talk you in here, Joe. Just just hang on a second, all right? <laughs> Jeez, fucking new guys. <laughs> Back, just, just go back to the chat. So for those of you in uh, in Streamland, you can see this whole interaction. For those of you in podcast land, you're probably going, who the fuck was that? Well, uh, if you join us on Thursday nights at 730 in Streamland, you see this little name. And this name is Woe is Joe. Woe is Joe is our resident fact checker and probably longest uh, fan. He's been with us since we started this whole mess. Uh, once Josh let him in on the fact that we were uh, actually doing a podcast thing. So uh, we would figured it was only proper to have Joe actually on the show so we could introduce him to all of y'all and you can see him and actually talk with him and uh, see his brilliance and, and mind and all-knowing information. You know, we say shit and he just brings out answers and stuff. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Joe. Woo. Hi, buddy. That's wor- worst mistakes have been made in the history of podcasts. <laughs> Oh, never. No, this is the worst one. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you're here, man. It's um, I'm excited to have you here and, uh, and join us like in real time. So like we can say dumb shit and you can like just pop right off and be like, nope, that's not that great. So I hope your Google fingers are really quick tonight because you're you're like on the spot. Well, I mean, I, I can actually use my phone to do it since I'm not actually watching the show on my phone. So <laughs> perfect. There you go. Perfect. Hi, Joshua. Hi. Good to see you. It's good to see you too. I I'm so excited that you're wearing a shirt that actually fits you today. Where are the cheeseburgers and vaginas? <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Cheers, bud. Uh, so uh, for those of you in podcast land, Josh is wearing a the normal button up shirt that he usually wears, but this one is uh, blue and it's flowy and it looks very comfortable. It is unlike uh, the rest of his shirts, which look like they get painted on before he comes on the air. How do you know they're uh, not? I don't. Which is sometimes I'm glad why we record remotely. So <laughs> I do the hydro dip time. stuff where I just slowly lean back into a tub and it just prints it on. Getting it off you know, after the show is the worst. <laughs> It's, uh, it's just not my problem, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, gentlemen, if you are ready, I think we should. Uh, I think we should head on over to the news desk. Yes. Coming in hot tonight. Uh, so apparently, 
the movie West Side Story, critically acclaimed, has gotten a bunch of Academy Award nominations, seven to be uh, to be fact. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's been nominated for seven Academy Awards, actually. Interesting thing. So the whole premise of the story, right, it involves the sharks and the jets and, like, this gang turf war thing. But the focus of the characters, the main focus, are two people. It's Tony and Maria. It's kind of like a, uh, what's the Romeo and Juliet type story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of based on that, except they sing and dance and have fake knife fights, which are super fun. Um, so I haven't seen the new one yet, though. Let me, let me full disclosure, mm-hmm. I have not seen the new one yet. I have to wait and watch it freaking at a different time. But anyway, um, so, however, Tony and Maria, two main characters, whole stories about them. In the invitation bucket to the Academy Awards ceremony, right? Apparently, they forgot to invite the actress who plays Maria. What? Her name is Rachel Zegler, right? She is currently shooting the live-action Snow White film for Disney, Disney moved heaven and earth. Actually, Disney didn't move heaven and earth. Disney made a phone call and said, we're going to kill you if you don't let her in. Um, and everybody said, yes, okay, cool. Because um, I think that's how they work. I'm pretty sure that's like they've, they're in that like power realm now. Oh, they definitely have what work people for sure. Yeah. For yeah. Now. Where Disney's like, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, good news is, is that uh, and this whole thing came about uh, through Twitter. So somebody like you know she tweeted something and somebody you know tweeted her back and said hey what are you wearing to the the Academy Awards and she's like actually I wasn't invited and that tweet got a lot of action and a lot of reaction so which is totally like in the realm like this this is the world that we live in right mm. if you can piss enough people off on the internet you can get shit to change overnight <laughs> true story <laughs> I'm just saying let's work on pissing people off on the internet to come and hang out with us on Thursday nights at 7.30 on Twitch at the Tavern in Question. Uh, link will be in the show notes. So um, with that, Josh is laughing. You like that? Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> good. You, you guys are going to stage me up next week when you get Will Ferrell on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be put fucking crazy. Like our next guest is like an A-lister. Holy shit. <laughs> be like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Who the fuck are you guys? Right. Be like, we don't know. We, we literally nobody. You just you said yes, so you're here. Well, <laughs> I I have to throw out that when we did our great Star Wars debate, uh, me throwing out uh, tweets, I tweeted at Mark Hamill to give it a listen. He never responded, so there is a chance he listened to it. A chance. I'm I'm going to assume that he did because you know. That would be awesome. It's a fair assumption. And so I'm waiting for him to let that episode sink in so where he can be like, you know what? I think I need to be on an episode with those guys. You know, yeah, let's let's make that happen. And then he'll email our Twitter or whatever. You know, his Twitter game is fucking sweet. But, you know, that, that will happen at some point. If he can cameo for Kevin Smith, he can come on this podcast. There you go. <laughs> I I think, I, yeah, yeah. So, Mark Hamill, don't be uh, lazy. Come on and join us. So, uh, anyway, back to uh, Rachel Ziegler, who is now officially going. She got the invite. Uh, they sent her a uh, uh, sorry we fucked up and uh, the shiny little envelope thing. So, now she's got to figure out something very pretty and nice to wear. And uh, and hopefully, uh, she uh, their show does well and she gets to actually get up on the stage. Now, she is not nominated for anything. Mm. Um the the lady who plays Anita got a nom, uh, nod for best supporting actress. They're up for best picture. So oh, wow. 
that would be kind of cool if they they won that. That'd be a big deal. And then it, uh, and then you know, just kind of looking at the whole award ceremony show thing, like uh, this might actually be the first normal academies in three years, two years. Uh, normal? No, we do, no, no, no. Here, here. Okay, let, all right. Let me uh, let me clarify. Yeah. Um. Fuck COVID. I mean, that's that's a uh, personally that's the last fucking thing on anybody's mind anymore. That's sh- that show was two weeks ago. Yeah, Come on. F- fuck COVID. <laughs> that's not a thing anymore. So I mean, I think now with everything else that's going on, um, I I have a feeling that this Academy Awards is going to be super politically correct, <laughs> and it's anybody who gets anything. Keep your fucking speeches about what you're there for. Don't use it as as a soapbox. If you have something to say, you don't fucking need the awards to to fucking say it. Just don't. It in in my in my head, it's the same level as uh, what's his face kneeling uh, for the anthem and all that other shit. It's like no. It's like come on. And and go make don't make your faces. All right, yo, make your faces. Go ahead. You know it's. It's it's a thing. High five. Okay. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about your face. <laughs> uh, so I feel as though they're different, but different. Um, because <laughs> Josh just spit out his whiskey. Oh, um, bird. Because, <laughs> um, uh, for the reason that a social justice uh, protest in you, you know there, I I don't. I don't knock the guy like he had the ability to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I disagree with kneeling for the national anthem, but I come from a very different place than he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and my morals and values and upbringing and, and has been very different than his. And I don't know his mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't know mine. So we're cool. Like kneeling for the, the anthem is is frustrating for me, for sure. I disagree with it, but I've worked for 21 years uh, for people to have the freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not I'm not upset about that. What I really have a problem with and what I think is very different is and that that was a quiet silent thing, mm-hmm. right? It was loud as shit because of what he was doing when he was doing it, but he wasn't standing up in, behind a microphone talking about like what the fuck, right? Um and there's a couple of these where it's just like, okay, stop. It's like play um, the music. Don't preach at me from your freaking 7 million dollar home. Right. And your freaking $5,000 suit. Right. Just no. Stop right now. Accept your award. Say thank you. Ricky Gervais had the single best freaking opening monologue of any award show ever. And when he said that too, he's like, come up, get your award, say fucking thank you, and shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Like, just get your shit and go. Like, I'll put a link to the, the YouTube uh, for that. If you haven't seen it, you've been living under a rock for a long time. Um, but that was the, I think it was the Golden Globes. And we've talked about it before, yeah. but it's it's phenomenal. The, probably the best opening monologue. And the best part is the shots of the crowd, right? So as they're going out, like, throughout the crowd, like, he's saying stuff like, oh, yeah, but then, like, Netflix would pick you up and freaking everybody would be like, oh, I love terrorists, right? <laughs> like, it was, it's harsh. And everybody's face is like, there's there's people who are laughing their tits off because it's, it's for real mm-hmm. and it's amazing and they don't give a shit. And then there's people who are actually, like, uh, like Tom Hanks's face, which is fucking hilarious. It makes you kind of wonder. Hmm, did did you just get your feelings hurt, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> did he say something a little close to home for you? Hmm, interesting. Oh, but yeah. God. So and and as far as normal, I mean, in the building, no masks. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, red carpet, lots of paparazzi, you know, the big, all the, this pomp and circumstance that comes along with the, the Academy Awards. It should be normal. Hopefully it is normal. And we will get to see Rachel Ziegler in some sort of lovely dress as she comes out. And thankfully she's there. Yeah. I feel like we lost the initiative on that story. <laughs> uh, duh. That's okay. <laughs> anyway. So that'll wrap it up for me. Joe, over to you. So I was I was looking for a news article to to do for this, and the the, the kind of stuff that I've been seeing there, there's not a whole lot of uh, mainstream articles about. So I I think I'd really just kind of like to talk about some of the uh, the the globally fucked up shit that's not getting a whole lot of media coverage right now. Oh, so like, like- uh, um. Did you guys see uh, the big uh, bust in Florida? Uh, 108 people getting uh, busted in a human trafficking sting. Oh, fuck. In which there were uh, a lot of Disney employees actually involved with that. Oh, yikes. Yeah. How much do you want to bet Disney's PR person is going, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, that's that's why I just thought it, it was funny that we were just talking about Disney's hits. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, hey, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. And the fact that that company may be—I I don't think they're like doing it or endorsing it—but I mean, you have a location that brings in like millions and millions of children every year. So, oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah, no. Okay, like, now I'm it, a sad drink now. Fuck a duck. <laughs> Don't sad drink, Joshy. It's okay. But, like, I, they, it doesn't surprise me that, like, the Disney employees are there, and then there's, like, millions of them, They're I think. Because it takes, like, like 500,000 of them to run the parks. Right. Damn. That's crazy. How many people? It was 108 people total. And that was, like, oh, holy shit. Man. Okay. So was this a bust, or were they, like, all in, like, a room? Uh, like was there like a conference and they like crashed the conference? I know, I know it was it was a sting operation, <laughs> but I haven't really been able to get a whole lot of information on it other than the fact that it actually happened just because fucking Disney was involved. So you can guarantee that this shit's gonna get shut down hard. Yeah, that's probably Real why talk. we haven't heard anything about it because they uh, they don't want to get their fucking uh, comic book uh, you know shit fucked up. So, <laughs> well, they're kind of doing that themselves, not to change the topic, but yeah, shit. Yeah, well, last last couple have been substandard. Well, I don't know the 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 last Spider Man movie was pretty legit, and and I'm not a Spider Man fan either, but that was pretty good. I mean, that one was it's a good story, like good good movie just in general, plus mm-hmm. just a shit ton of fan service. Oh, like, like the nostalgia the could, was they could so add hard. Both of those and and do it well. Yes, it was impressive. Well, and the the continuous back and forth of, hey, your bad guy's really cool. No, your bad guy's really cool. Just kind of the back and forth of like the different franchises. Essentially, I I thought it was brilliant because you had to assume that they were doing that already. So the fact that they just added it to the movie was was fantastic. But then. Um, I remember somebody had posted something uh, shortly after, like that first initial trailer came out, when they kept saying, "Oh, the other Spider-Mans aren't in it. It's you know, no worries." 
somebody had, you know, they played the trailer. They said, okay, so trailer looks great, right? And they're like, yeah. They're like, hold on a second. <laughs> so they go to a particular uh, spot in the trailer where you see the Spider-Man going down into, like, all the bad guys. And, like, what is it? Who's the crocodile? Where, like, he's, like, jumping, but then magically gets punched by nothing. <laughs> and so they caught this from the trailer. It's like, okay, so did he run into a bar or did what happens? Like, okay, somebody punched him. There's obviously other fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> so it just, no, nah, that they, they did well there. They, they did well with Spider-Man. And honestly, I think after um, Endgame, they're going to have a hard time topping that. And oh, sure. Endgame was <clears throat> fucking legit. But but the multiverse allows, and, and that's the one thing they did with Spider-Man, is that they open up the door to the multiverse, right? The next Doctor Strange movie looks mm. unbelievable. Um, and, and, and that's cool that they've done that, you know? Uh, the Flash on what is it Netflix or whatever, you know? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So like, like there's a whole like multiverse that's part of like the storyline, yeah. and, and and so kind of getting warmed up to the fact that there's there's different flashes and there's different like that you know, and then seeing how Marvel and Disney kind of like grab that and freaking plug that into, uh, you know, they, they start with the spy and and they started with the safest one, right? Because Tom Holland's a cutie and Andrew Garfield just want to squeeze them, and you know, Tobey Maguire's ninety, uh, so <laughs> like you know, um. But he works, you know what I mean? He's like the, he's like Grandpa Spider-Man, right? He's the the kind, wise one that saves everybody um, <clears throat> from their like own devices. But but yeah, I, I thought that was excellent, and I think that opens the door for them to do kind of like what Star Trek did, what J.J. Abrams did with Star, with Star Trek, um, you know, by bringing the Romulans through time, blowing up freaking Spock's planet, bringing Spock back, like, like they totally changed the story. So now they can tell whatever story they want to. They're not mm-hmm. trapped to the, you know, the six or seven, you know, existing Star Trek movies. Now it's the, everything has changed. Mm. So, uh, not multiverse, but time travel shit changed. Right. Yeah. Um, but the multiverse offers that opportunity to freaking come in and tell different stories and get different actions. So that's, that's super fucking cool. And I'm really excited to see where they take this. I'm not a huge Marvel fan, but I think the potential, to tell some really cool fucking stories is is very high and uh and I'm excited to see it. I think I think probably one of the coolest things that that they did with it was even if it was just for a short little bit bringing in the Netflix Daredevil. Yeah. Uh uh I was so excited to see him. Like if uh uh Tigger if you've seen it there uh there's at one point where Spider-Man and everybody are sitting around a table. There's a guy with sunglasses, Matthew Murdoch. He's, he's a lawyer. That's daredevil from the Netflix series. Like that's why he caught the brick as it came through. So he and Spider-Man were the only ones ready for it. This fucking blind lawyer catches it like backhanded, not even looking at it. So, I mean that, that was cool. I was, so as soon as I saw him, I was like, Oh shit, I know who that is. And it's like, all right. So I'm like, wait a second. So the, He's been officially introduced to the Marvel Universe. Like, that's that's official. Like, with the Netflix series, they talked about the Marvel Universe, but they never incorporated him into it. But now it's officially happened. Because they, they, they pretty much said that they were just going to scrap all the Netflix Marvel stuff. Oh, which is a bummer, because... Uh, 
uh, what was it? Well, they're, uh, they're moving it all to name? Disney Plus. Well, because they did, they did a uh, um, Daredevil, uh, Iron Fist, uh, oh, Lightyear, trash show, and Jessica Jones. Right? They they did these four separate series, and then they did mm-hmm. a um, uh, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? A team up series where where they did, yeah. they had all four of those guys in, in a show, and. There were a couple really good ones. There were a couple not so good ones, and then the whole team up thing was just really angsty and, and whiny. And yeah. Not not wasn't that big a fan of that one, but so when when they got done with that, I think that was that was right around when when Disney started really doing stuff with Marvel, wasn't it? Kind of more or less they. Um, Daredevil and uh, what was it, Jessica Jones? Out of the four shows that Netflix did for Marvel characters, those two were legit. Those two could stand on their own because they were not just entertaining, they were engaging. Iron Fist was a dumpster fire. I did not enjoy that at all. I, I liked Iron Fist and his standalone show. No, no, Joe. When they did the team up was when he just like, dude, sack the fuck up. <laughs> You're a goddamn superhero. Act like it. No, see, because he, he wasted it on his, his fucking terrible ass show. Nah, see, okay. Jessica Jones won simply because they had uh, David Tennant playing the bad guy. That's the only reason. That's the only reason why that show fucking was legit. So. Uh, fuck. All right. Well, I hate to break up the comic con, <laughs> but uh, Josh still has to do his news story. Right. He's been going at this shit for like thirty fucking minutes. So, uh, Joe, thank you for sharing uh, the uh, the child trafficking uh, bust that included a bunch of uh, Disney employees. Uh, we're gonna shift over to Joshua for uh, the final story of the evening. All right. A uh, Michigan woman uh, looked out her uh, her house and saw a particular creature uh, walking down her driveway. Uh, she said specifically walking because she said it was interesting because it should have been hopping. No? Okay. <laughs> this lady, a big bunny. in it's fact, a big bunny. saw a kangaroo in her driveway. A Michigan woman saw a motherfucking kangaroo in her driveway. She had kind of a moment of panic of like, okay, I think I'm having a stroke um, because clearly this is not, you know, an indigenous animal to, to Michigan. I mean, if it is, it's it's done a pretty good job of, you know, staying off the radar. So she uh, she called uh, the local sheriff's department or animal control saying, hey, um, there's a kangaroo outside my house and it seems like uh, – they said, are you sure it's a kangaroo? Like, it's not like just a weird-looking dog. It's like, uh, no, this it's is a, a legit kangaroo. big-ass bunny. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, there, is, uh, there is, the woman actually took video of it. So, uh, I will uh, provide uh, Tigger with the, uh, the link to that video. So, you all can check it out for, uh, for yourselves because a part of me says, you know, if this happened in Florida, it probably would make sense because fucking everything happens in Florida. But I mean, everything. 
everything. Fuck, we had our first case of a zombie in Florida. So, I mean, you know, you would definitely think you would see a kangaroo in Florida somewhere. So, uh, Michigan. Stay off of bath salts, kid. <laughs> fucking bath salts. All right, so, uh, yeah, fucking kangaroo. Out loose in Michigan. <laughs> at, at. So, I mean, have they, they haven't caught it yet? Also, is this any, like, close to, like, do we need to be concerned about, like, where this kangaroo is uh, looking? Lapeer County? I don't know where that is. Lapeer? Lapeer? That's up north, but I don't think it's in the UP. L-A-P-E-E-R County? Yeah, I don't think it's in the UP. Yeah, I have no idea. I forgot. I don't know where it is. There there are some days yeah. I forget yeah, where's, where I live. Where's our fact checker? But I know I know where I live, so I don't need to know the address. It's fine. Uh, yeah, it's right by Flint. Well, that's not up north at no, all. No, that, that's that's pretty close. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely not up north. So it's actually possible it could just be a mutated rabbit from drinking the water in Flint. Oh, too soon, too soon. And <laughs> no! that's where we get fucked. All right. Well, uh, it's been great, folks. Thanks for coming out. We're gonna fucking just uh, not be on the air anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Joe. <laughs> That's why we keep you in the chat. Uh, oh, Jesus. Well, since Joe is here, the chat's actually very quiet tonight. <laughs> so, oh, fuck. Uh, so, yeah. So, fucking kangaroo is uh, out wild and free. The article does not In Lapeer say... County. So, if you are listening to us and you happen to be in Lapeer County, uh, proceed with caution. Yes. There is a very nice looking kangaroo out and about. Yeah, and they're like they can fuck you up. Have you seen the have you seen the video of of the guy's dog George. who was like being wrestled by a kangaroo and he runs up and he kind of wrestles it away and he just whack and, and you see the kangaroo just like what the fuck? Like, did you just hit me? <laughs> Bitch just punched me in the mouth. Like, but that kangaroo is like jacked. Yeah. Look at that. that kangaroo's got muscles on his muscles. Like it's like and so for that dude to run up there and be like, all right. Now this is happening, and just pop that fucking dude right in the mouth. <laughs> like it's like the bully at the bar, you know what I mean? That finally gets like just shot in the mouth and just doesn't know what to do. Like up, uh, uh, okay, I'll go uh, sit down. You hit me. Did you guys see the uh, the video of the guy who went out to go check his mail and didn't realize that there was a, a moose standing like ten feet in, uh, like in front of his house, like in the middle of the road, and he goes oh, to, to check his mail and this thing starts charging him and he's just like oh. <laughs> Dude, the be- best one I've seen is the guy with the bobcat. He like uh it's like one of the, like the it's like a security camera on the side of his house. You see him come out and a lady kind of walks by, she's like jogging or something, and then his wife comes out and she's like, What is that? And then you hear a and she's like, oh my god! He's like, what? What's going on? He runs around. He's like, oh my god! So he comes walking around the the car holding the bobcat. He's like, it's a fucking bobcat! And he and then he like throws the fucking thing. It's like, what? What you? What the fuck is that gonna do? Just it was so funny. It's like, oh my god! It's like, it's like, okay. First off, if I were to ever see a bobcat, like definitely a cat that could kill me. Definitely not my first instinct to pick it up. No, like if anything, I'm gonna kick it as far away as I possibly can. <laughs> Definitely not gonna fucking pick it up. And like, he just he was pit, like holding it out, like staring at it, like, oh, it's a fucking bobcat, and just like freaking out. It's like, okay, really? 
No. Put the fucking thing down. It's like, oh, Jesus. It, yeah. Fucking animals. Let me tell you. And, and then you yep. get, like, cat scratch fever. It's so bad. Here, oh. kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> That was so creepy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up uh, Wrap it up for us here at the news desk. Uh, we are going to move on to uh, Hey Bartender. So, uh, Maestro, if you would, please. That's you, Josh. All right, folks, it is uh, one of my favorite times of the evening where we sit down and we actually talk about what it is we're drinking. Now, believe it or not, we have actually gotten our shit together this week, and we are drinking the same thing, all three of us, which is awesome, Uh, which is the first uh, because, well, schedules and life is weird. So we can all talk about the same thing. So tonight we are sipping on Evan Williams. Bottled and Bond, they call it the white label. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Uh, it's actually had a, a label remake. It's kind of new and pretty. And oh, look, we all got Aww. the same thing. It's great. Joe's got the little super one. Cute. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this is one of the best bottles of bourbon that you could possibly find under 20 bucks. Uh, unless you're Joe and Ohio sucks. Uh, and it was $21. He's not but in Ohio. The rest of us. Not in Ohio. You're not in Ohio? Not in Ohio. But I'll right. agree with you, Ohio sucks. Okay, Ohio <laughs> still sucks. But wherever Joe's located, that place sucks because it's expensive. Um, so uh, it, for me, it was 13 bucks. I think for Josh, it was 16 Uh, No, I think it's closer to 20 Oh. Well, that's but it's, uh, it's not over 20 It's... It's yeah. still cheap, and for and for cheap, oh, it's so good. It is. It is great. So uh, Evan Williams comes out of the Heaven Hill Distillery. Uh, Heaven Hill uses the same mash bill for a lot of their whiskey, so you can taste very, very similar things throughout their lineup. Um, and uh, so they actually publish the mash bill on this one, which is great. It's 78% corn. That's a lot of corn. Super sweet, right? 12% malted barley and 10% rye. Odd thing with the mix is that there's more malted barley than there is rye. Usually it's corn, rye, barley. Uh, and then you've got the 5 to 10% with the barley. However, they've kind of flipped that around, and I think that really helps this. So, uh, again, this is one of those uh, sneaky, under-the-radar ones. Um, and it goes unnoticed quite often because it mm. sits on the bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. And people just don't like, ugh, it's in. Like, you know, this is the whiskey that you buy when you're, like, super broke, and then you drink the whole bottle one night, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't touch it ever again. Um, which is understandable because you put down an entire bottle of fucking whiskey in a night. Even if it was Pappy, you would never touch Pappy ever again. So, um, but the folks who don't give this a fair shake are really missing out. This is uh, a great, uh, it's just a great pour. Mm-hmm. And and it's economical, which is fucking phenomenal. So um, color is super dark. The texture is fantastic. It noses just beautifully with that 78% corn. So you get all of that wonderful sweetness, the vanilla and the, you know, all the great stuff that, that comes with uh, the higher corn mash bills. Um, and then when you go in, it's, so it's got the hunter proof. It's hearty. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, it doesn't, it's, it's chewy. There's, there's consistency and it's like, it's, it's kind of thick, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't like fill your mouth up like a really high proof whiskey does. Um, but it lets you know that, Hey, there's something here. 
And then you freaking put that thing back down in the back of your throat and it just dances back there too. And it's great. Nothing, really nothing from you guys. Got whiskey dancing in the back of your throat. You know, nothing. That's suggestive. <laughs> like, I think you said it all on your own. They're like, it was the, it. when I hear like back of the throat, I, I always think like, who, <laughs> you know, like the, 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 the potential. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's, it's an exaggerated, like, you know, gag reflex. Yes, yeah, exaggerated. All right. Well, moving on. Um, <laughs> what was that, Joe? But he has to exaggerate it because he hasn't actually had a gag reflex in years. Actually, that's not true. Uh, story time. Uh, no. Not last weekend. Wait, no. Was it last? No, not last weekend, but the weekend before. You gagged the weekend before? Yeah, like a couple times because apparently uh, my wife... Me and my daughter had some bad chicken. Uh, we got some uh, food poisoning. Uh, it affected my wife first, uh, immediately by throwing up. And normally, you know, being who I am, I can usually handle cleaning it up fairly well. As long as it doesn't smell too bad, I can usually clean it up very well. Uh, it smelled bad, and I was already in a weird, like, headspace as it was. And so as I'm like, and of course she threw up on her bed, so I'm like folding up the blanket into it. And so, and legit, I haven't gagged in years. And I legit was like, Ugh! it was, it was fucking, oh my God, it was so fucking bad. And I think I, I think I gagged like three different times. So finally when I got stuff situated, like I had to stand in the kitchen, just be like, I'm okay. I'm not going to throw up. I'm okay. I mean, it was, it was pretty bad. Uh, and it, it took a few days for, uh, for everybody to feel normal. It was, it sucked. It was so awful, but yeah. Um, gagging is, is the worst. So when I go, it's, it's for fun, you know, but actual like dry gagging is the fucking worst. It is so terrible. It comes down yeah, to I, a, I, if, if there are a hundred dicks stuck to the wall of the bar, how many would you choke on? <laughs> What? <laughs> there were a hundred dicks stuck to the wall of the bar. How many would you choke on? Give me an answer. <laughs> no. All of them. How do you think I got promoted so fast? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Josh, we are so getting fired for this. Yep. Twitch is like, okay, we're going to shut you off now. <laughs> Jesus. I've seen more. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, as long as we all keep our nipples covered, we should be fine. Well, you keep that Fabio routine to yourself. We should be all right. Joshua, no. <laughs> <laughs> you finally are wearing a shirt that fits. Leave it on your body. Uh, Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Evan Williams bottled and bond. It's great. Yes. So uh, bottled and bond. We've talked about this before a bunch on the show. You know that uh, when it says that it is at least a minimum of four years old uh, in accordance with the law, it was made in a single season, which there's two seasons a year is January to June and then July to December. And it came out of one distillery. So it is a product out of one distillery that, uh, so a bunch of quality uh, control. It is consistent. I have not picked up a bottle of this that I have not liked. And that's one of the, the really great things about this is that um, it's it stays the same. It is, it is very consistent. And the taste, the flavor. Uh, it is also, if you are uh, a cocktail person, 
we talk about things holding up well in cocktails. So anything this high of proof with this good, like boldness of flavor mm -hmm. um, is going to be your cocktail, like go to and being so cheap, uh, you can mix this up in a cocktail and not even think twice about it. Mm -hmm. And it's going to hold up and it's going to be great. So I've used this for mules. I've used this for Manhattans and I love it. Mm. I am a huge fan of this. So um, this is this is one of the the things that always stays on my bar, and uh, and I never get rid of. So this is a, a great whiskey, I believe. So, uh, gents, how do you feel about it? So, a uh, quick question, just because I I don't know all the uh, the little stuff they put on the labels. Uh, I'm pretty sure you and I are looking. If you look at the label, we're looking at the same thing. Uh, you have a uh, bottle under U.S. government supervision, a single distillery. Then it says DSP KY1. What does that mean? That is the distillery. Yep. Oh. That's the license for the distillery. That's interesting because, like, thinking back to, like, other bottles that I've looked at, that's the only one that I've seen that actually, like, has that, the DSP KY1. There's... There are others that have uh, that on there. Um, I don't, I can't remember call off the top of my head. I don't want to go dig around my bar for freaking for you know five minutes looking for yeah, the bottle that has that. that. Would but be so a lot difficult. of them, a lot of them have it on there. So if you look at labels, uh, look look on the top label, like around the neck, uh, and if they have that like fake tax seal, mm -hmm. like a lot of bottles do, it'll generally be on there as well. So all of your tailors, mm. right? Your tailors have the whatever the the license is for the Buffalo Trace Distillery because that's where Taylor's made. But if you look at the the label, um, it'll have that DSPYKY or DSPKY and then whatever their number is. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that because I saw that and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> and I believe that might be the actual Evan Williams. Well, on the back. Because it's KY1. Well, because on the back it says oh, uh, Old Evan Williams Distillery, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, DSP KY1, and then Bardstown, Kentucky, DSP KY31. Which is the Heaven Hill Distillery, which is in Bardstown. Gotcha. Uh, the, uh, the DSP actually stands for Dispilled Spirits Plant. Oh. Just so you know where that's coming from. Oh, Distilled there. Spirits Plant, Kentucky 1. Yeah, so. Fact checker. <laughs> It's nice to have you here in person. So I'm going to do a, a shameless pl uh, plug for our uh, for our uh, Patreon. Uh, for those who uh, enjoy the stream and are sad when it goes away and aren't really into the listening to the podcast, you can catch the streams uh, through our Patreon. And if the Patreon takes off, we could then hire Joe as a producer full time. So if you enjoy having him around... Maybe check out the Patreon. Maybe. Just going to throw that out there. Probably could have gone without the name and had a better chance of, like, you know, if you subscribe, you know, if, if we make it on Patreon, then we can hire a producer and then tell them after the fact that you're hiring me. <laughs> no. No, we would just say, oh, hey, by the way, you're a producer now, so uh, we're going to expect you on uh, Thursday, every Thursday, and uh, you're going to do it for basically free. Uh, good news about that. Uh, recently got some some information that uh, uh, I won't go to it into it. You know, live on the internet or nothing. But uh, uh, things are are, are looking pretty good. 
to, to where when once uh, Ash starts working, mm-hmm. I, I won't have to stay on part time. Oh. Shit, I'm knocking shit over. <clears throat> All right. Well. So yeah. Um, as our listeners know, and as I've told uh, told Tigger many times, I am all about something that is cheap, especially when it comes to whiskey. And that sounds and that sounds terrible. I'll admit that sounds absolutely awful. I'm gonna tell Amber you said that. She, she knows, knows it. it. It's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> um, especially good whiskey. That is inexpensive. So let's change the phrasing from cheap to inexpensive. <laughs> um, I'm all about. And and you can find this anywhere. I have yet to go to a store where I don't see this label. And the price, even from like small corner stores to big uh, chain stores, the price is maybe, maybe a dollar difference. I've never seen it too expensive. I've never seen it overly inexpensive. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of really good inexpensive whiskey. Just because, like, there are some whiskeys that I've had that are are more expensive that are very good, and then that kind of makes me worried. It's like I don't want all the really good whiskey to be super expensive because I don't want to spend the money. <laughs> So yes. So for those who enjoy whiskey but don't want to break the bank, this is amazing. It is it is super inexpensive and it is very good. Uh, I've had, I've used it for. Uh, I'm I love uh, adding a little bit of ginger ale if I'm not looking to just sip on whiskey for the evening. Uh, this does amazing in ginger ale. Um, I've made, uh, old fashions with it just as good, but granted, fucking old fashions are amazing anyways, but you know, it's just me, but no, um, definitely all whiskey tastes good when you bury it in sugar, right? Everything gets better when you do that. <laughs> so I was, I was, uh, thinking about this cause like I said, I, I, I gave up drinking for the most part a while back. So I, I don't really touch it all that often anymore like besides this i think the last drink that i had was like a a beer at the neighbor's house back in october so i go to the store i get the the 750 milliliter bottle all right 20.99 all right that's fine mm-hmm. go to check out they've got the little pint bottle behind the counter for nine bucks i'm like let me get that because I'm not gonna drink all of this. Like I had, I had a, I had a bottle of Four Roses sitting on top of my fridge for like a year and a half because my little brother suggested it. <laughs> and I was like, this, this tastes absolutely like I've got no taste for it anymore. Like it tasted absolutely. Was awful. it the yellow label, like the regular Four Roses? I, I I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah. It was it was rough. like thirty forty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, this this is awful. No, I'm not drinking this. So I saw the pint bottle. I'm like, okay, I'll get that. I'm probably still not even going to drink half of this. So what am I going to do with the rest of it? That's when I had the idea. I'll make an old-fashioned cheesecake because I I make cheesecakes. Yes. And so you know what? Let me look up 
what actually goes into an old fashioned, and 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 so I'll do a, a, a do 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 all my flavors in the cheesecake, and then I'll do it in a little whiskey reduction to glaze it with, and yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. And that's uh, that's okay. something that he's gonna be making while I'm uh, while I'm visiting in June, so that's gonna be a fucking magical time. I can't wait. So as long as it works out, like uh, uh, I was looking up uh, the whole thing with the bitters that it's you know uh, supposed to be like a cinnamon and clove kind of flavor that it adds to it. So I'll have to figure out exactly how I want to add that into the flavor profile but everything else i think i can manage right on undoubtedly Mm. undoubtedly all right fellas any uh parting shots or thoughts or comments on uh evan williams bottled and bond great great i I will say that i i actually don't mind this like it's it's i'd add a little bit splash of water just you know to to well, it's you know hundred proof, so you know, I'm I'm a sissy boy, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot better than the four roses. I'll give you that. Yeah, I concur. Yeah, no, uh, great whiskey on a budget. Fair enough. All right, folks, uh, we're done. Let's uh, let's head on over to uh, at the bar. All right, folks, uh, at the bar is the time where we just kind of sit together and we have our pointed conversation and we uh, we talk about all kinds of crazy things. Uh, tonight, we were supposed to talk about logistics with Joe because uh, Joe is, uh, uh, I mean, he's he is involved in logistics. And we were going to talk about like how uh, my version of logistics, which involves airplanes and parachutes and his, which enjoys or uh, involves uh, semi-tractor trailers. Yes, yep. question mark. Yeah, uh, and some differences between the two, but I feel like those differences are pretty fucking apparent. So we really don't need to fucking yeah. talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah, they're, they're like they're not, yeah, that's not even fucking like a thing. Well, see, if you think so, about like, it, we have almost all three stages of logistics. We have the warehouse part of it for me. We have the uh, truck uh, transportation part for Joe, and then we have the uh, throw it out an airplane. <laughs> version for use i mean i mean we kind of like we're like the whole package right now if i could if i could do it ian's way my job would be so much easier (laughs) we can explore that potential (laughs) just hang out after the show and i'll I'll tell you what i'm talking about so so i started i've been looking forward to when we start delivering by drone so uh i don't know man that's like I don't know. There's so much like shit flying around in the air. But they're gonna crash. Do, and do you prefer your gonna... soda shaken or stirred? Nope. <laughs> I, I prefer it in a bottle. <laughs> and uh, for those of us who are you know uh, detached from but still uh, uh, ingrained with Michigan, we call it pop. So your Tennessee's hanging out there, Joe. Tuck it back in. Sorry. Yeah, get that, you know. Which terms of service? Yeah. <laughs> nice. So before we get too far, folks, I want to talk about uh, Patriot Stogies. And there's a big surprise uh, on both of their faces because I didn't tell them that I was fucking doing this. And all of this is going to get edited out of the podcast. So you're not going to fucking hear about this. About say, <clears> Patriot get... Stogies is a f- what? I was about to say, did you guys get a, 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 a 
Sponsored? Well, we are not officially sponsored by Patriot Stogies. However, uh, the guy that's opening them up is a dear friend of mine from uh, the Army who has recently retired and is opening up a cigar lounge in Newport Ritchie, Florida. So Patriot Stogies is a fine cigar lounge uh, where you can go and smoke inside. Uh, hang out and enjoy a super chill environment. So grand opening should be sometime around in May. There will be a link to their Facebook page in the show notes. I encourage you to go check them out. And if you are in Florida and you are in the vicinity, uh, go see Nate and sit down, talk to the guy, have a, a, a cigar and listen to the story. So I have a feeling knowing this guy that this is going to bring in some of the craziest uh, in a chill way, though, uh, people together to tell amazing stories. So Nate used to be a parachute rigger. That's where I met him. Uh, we jumped out of planes together. I was on the plane with him the night that he fucked up and broke his leg and then had to walk off the drop zone with a broken leg. Um, and then he was in a boot forever. We gave him all kinds of shit for that. Right. So Nate uh, transitioned from parachute rigger to actually helicopter pilot. Uh, and he retired as a uh, a warrant officer and flew helicopters for the last part of his career. So he's got an amazing story, which he would love to share with anybody who swings by. So if you are in Newport Ritchie or passing by, swing by the Patriot Stogies, uh, fine cigar lounge, see Nate, and, uh, and enjoy some of the finer things as far as uh, smoking and joking goes. Nice. And actually that concludes my seven TED Seven hours from here. Uh, that's so far. And the place is already on Google, so if you want to look it up, it, it's there. You can see some pictures of the inside. There's no furniture, but like the bar and everything is set up, and it looks pretty cool. <laughs> There's no yeah, furniture. They're, no, they're doing like all the construction stuff. So soft opening is set. I think they're doing a soft opening here soon, and then like the grand opening is in May. Oh shit! So like it's still like yeah, it says brand new. Here opens April 11th, so I guess that's the soft. Oh, wow. Opening. So. That's yep. That's really cool. And, and yeah. at least I'm not that I fucking look for them. Just, um, but it's just because of how things are. It seems like cigar lounges are not that big of a thing anymore. Like, like they used to be a you know big deal. Everybody was hanging out at them, and you know, but everybody, oh fucking everybody. Well, anybody who enjoys cigars. But I mean, you know, of course I assume that's just everybody. But I use everybody, you know, loosely, which. I don't think you can do that. I've seen a few that are amazing in Arizona, um, but nobody fucks with Arizona. They do what they want. Uh, there is, there's one here in Boston. Uh, it's on the north side, and it is, I, I, it is where like the Russian mob hangs out. I'm pretty sure. Um, yep. Uh, so uh, some young blonde accented. Uh, uh, ladies run the bar, and then they've got their little humidor that you can just go and buy a cigar from the humidor and then go sit down in the uh, dimly lit corner of wherever this place is and uh, and smoke away. So super, super cool. Like, uh, I don't, But I don't know if I would be comfortable. Like, the vibe isn't quite. Uh, Nate's uh, cigar lounge looks way more well lit and probably <laughs> less crime-ridden, uh, but still cool. Like, and there's still I, time for that I, to change. Right, true. He is in Florida. <laughs> true, uh, but even though like those dark, like danky places are still, they still have that kind of just cool feel to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like where you feel like you're, yeah, I'm a mobster. No, I'm fucking not. Yeah. That's not a thing. Not even a little bit. You need something like like a big leather chair. 
I look like a so Viking, they have those. But I'm really just from like the booths. The booths are all like leather leather backed, and like they've got like the the little tables and stuff, or like the the weird you know those weird like wing chairs that kind of come up, and they're all like the like the red leather with the freaking little I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but they're like little dimple things that like. Oh, with like the little like brass like balls on them. Yeah. 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 No. No. I. I. I know what rivets, you're saying. But rivets, not the word. No. They're, they're, no. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. They're little brass balls. Is okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's just brass balls everywhere. Yeah. Brass balls. Yeah. How many times can yeah, we say brass balls? <laughs> I. I don't know. We're at like nine. So. Yeah. So yeah. So you go touch some brass balls. You know, yeah. smoke some some smoke some cigars and drink some whiskey. Am I saying yeah? <laughs> Are you, I say meow. I say meow. <laughs> How many times can we say chicken fucker? Oh, <laughs> uh, we've lost Joe. I think he's asleep. <laughs> They're doing no, it. called studs. <laughs> I like brass That's balls. <laughs> I like brass balls better. It's way better. Totally, totally better. Yeah. Not, not every I'm, Google search is a win. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking my I'm taking my I'm taking my brass balls and going home. Yeah, brass right. balls. <laughs> oh fuck. Like uh, see like I don't think a successful cigar lounge can be without uh like a, a whiskey bar. Cause like I think the two go hand in hand. i if if you're doing one, it makes sense to have the other. Um shit like uh Tiggs, when you were in town here, I still have two cigars here and and a cutter that you, you know, clearly needed, but you know, I already had one, but you know, whatever. <clears throat> uh that V cut cutters are where it's at. Sure. I, Fight me. Fuck, I don't give I'm just saying. I don't give a shit, but <laughs> <laughs> anyways, but I mean it. Like, um, especially like, have you seen like the whiskey glasses that have the little cigar holder in them? I, uh, uh, at work, we have a, uh, fuck off. Uh, we have a, we have a catalog for like supplies and shit like that. And on the front of their catalog, they legit have one of these glasses with a cigar. I'm like, that can't be right. And so like, I'm looking through the book and I can't find it. So I'm like, okay, hang on. I'm like. So I take the time out of work and I go to their website and be like, okay, it's, it's on their fucking website, but it's $50 for a single glass. I was like, fuck that. It's like, I'll hold my cigar. Thank you very much. It's like, nope, that's glass blown and make my own damn fucking, I know. Right. Uh, fuck. I'd probably screw that up too. But I mean, even so it's like, I would rather buy just a glass and like super glue, like a little plastic holder on the side, because I'm definitely gonna save a whole lot more money than spending fifty fucking dollars. Little uh, spider rings from Halloween, just. Super- <laughs> I'll I'll have to go to the arcade perfect. first. Perfect. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. I would agree, Josh. That like whiskey is a thing. Like, um, and it, it's just it's synonymous. They go together, right? That's a thing. Um, and you're you're sipping whiskey, you're smoking a cigar, and that's. Uh, it's kind of like an old man's game, but it's becoming not an old man's game, which I, I absolutely love that, you know, having a a stogie with a whiskey and, and I partake in those regularly, like, uh, cigar and whiskey nights have been a thing, uh, with the team that I'm working with here with Kevin and Jesse. And, uh, cause we travel a lot together. So 
Um, somebody will just put a, a you know, C&W night question mark, like in our little group chat. And it's like, fuck yeah. Whatever hotel we're at, we're down like poolside freaking, um, you know, sipping whatever, whoever brought what. And, uh, and we always go, that's, that's one of the, also the funny things we always usually either bring or grab a cigar from wherever we're at locally. And then somebody always goes and grabs the bottles, usually me. Um, but, um, but yeah, so those, and, and those are, those are wonderful, mm-hmm. uh, to slow smoke a cigar and to slow, cause it does, it slows everything down. Mm. Right. So you're not getting like hammer drunk cause you're just freaking shooting it back. Right. And you're not getting like crazy sick because if you smoke a cigar fast, you're fucked. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's not like, meant to be smoked fast. It's it's meant to be no. <laughs> yeah, and the last the last one I had, I put down pretty quick. And let me tell you, I, it was awful. <laughs> like I was legit. Like I need to go take a nap because I'm gonna either puke or freaking like pass out. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It was so bad. It was so bad. And I I smoked it without whiskey, so I feel like the whiskey combats the the tobacco. It it just slows it down. Yeah. I'll say when, when so because you're taking time to like enjoy and sip and smell the whiskey, and so you're not just sitting there puff puff, you know, like, oh puff puff again, you know, and whatever. And I try not to inhale as much with cigars as I can because those things are stout. It's tobacco wrapped in tobacco, so it's like it's a lot of nicotine. See, when when I lived in Tennessee, uh, I was making annual trips up to Michigan. I, mm-hmm. I'd make it at least once a year to go up and visit, and every time I did. Me and Josh and our buddy Blake, we would get cigars and we'd go yeah. wander around downtown fucking Battle Creek. And, <laughs> and we always wound up at the top of the fucking parking garage. Yeah. But but that was that was good stuff. Like yeah. I mean I I will say I was I feel like I was a bit pretentious at twenty-three. Uh Cause, cause that that was the time where like I'd get home from my my uh, manager job at the truck stop, right? And I would come home and I would pour myself a glass of uh, uh, twelve year old Dwarfs, right? I would pack my pipe with whatever tobacco I got from the tobacco shop, right? And I would sit out on the deck and I would smoke my pipe and I would drink my scotch. And looking back on it now, I'm like. Dude, I was twenty three. Like, what the, like, I would greatly enjoy doing that now, right? I just, I, I feel like I, I, I definitely underappreciated it while I was doing it, and now, now here in, in in Somerville, there's, like, I'd have to go down to Charleston to find any of those like really cool, like, just chill kind of. T- tobacco or cigar whatever kind of shop like up here it's it's all if there's anything in somerville it's it's chain store or whatever like barely anything besides you know the top brand kind of shit like there's nothing you're not gonna find any hidden gems up here if you want to find anything good you gotta go to charleston and i fucking hate going to charleston <laughs> there's i hear it's a i hear it's a beautiful town it, it, is, it is absolutely beautiful the just the the buildings, the architecture, right? We've got a fucking aircraft carrier sitting right there in the middle of downtown, kind of thing, right? And and it, it is a cool looking place, right? But Charleston is also one of the fastest growing cities in the country, right? It's a fucking tourist location, so there's if it's hot out, there's fucking tourists there all over the damn place. 
<laughs> it's and worse. it's South Carolina, so it's always hot. No, we, it was like 50 today. Oh. And we, 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 we dropped down to below freezing a couple of times over winter. Wait, like actual freezing or southern freezing, which really isn't freezing. It, 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 it got down to like below the freezing temperature of water. So like uh-huh. 20, it, it got to like mid to high 20s a couple of times. Oh, oh okay, okay, good. good. So, so it, it's not just like, you know, swamp ass weather all the time. Just like 75%. That's fair. I... I lived in North Carolina for many years, and uh, I also lived in Alaska. Um, the coldest I have ever been in my life was in North Carolina in December. <laughs> not joking. I'm not joking. Like that, it was miserable. I was, uh, and again, like uh, it, it was more of a culture thing because down there, you know, it's a bunch of hard charging army dudes who don't, you know, you have all this wonderful cold weather gear, but it's North Carolina. It's the yeah, South. Yeah, yeah. It, don't get, it don't get cold in the South. Bullshit, you fucking liar. Up, it gets cold as shit. Were you up in the mountains? And, and No, I was at Fayetteville, Fort Bragg. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was also in a helicopter with the doors open in December, <laughs> and it was not okay. Yeah, that, that it, doesn't, it like, okay. elevation doesn't really count. <laughs> elevation <laughs> doesn't count. When the surface temperature is in the 30s. <laughs> Right, and you lose three degrees per thousand feet, and you're at twelve thousand feet. I don't math good, but I know it's <laughs> fucking cold. And the doors are open, and you're flying at freaking eighty knots, which is some <laughs> also math to miles per hour. And then you have to jump out of the stupid fucking thing. I put us. I'm like, dude, we got out of there so fast. Like, we were not where we were supposed to get out. I was like, uh, I looked at like looked around at the guys in the helicopter. I'm like, we're all pretty good. We'll make it back. <laughs> Later. <laughs> no, I, I did. Like, I got everybody's attention. I'm like, hey, we're along. Head that way. Go. We got out of there as fast as we could. Like, it was so fucking oh my God. miserable. I'm just saying, I'm trying to convince Ash to move further north. Right. And so if I tell her that you said that the coldest you've ever been in north is North Carolina. Right. That's not really going to go over well because she's a tiny little thing. She gets cold real easy. Right. So, but so buy her a coat. <laughs> She'll be fine. But because you were ten thousand feet in the air, that's not really a, a a good argument for you know saying it was too cold there. So yeah, there you go. That, that's all I was yeah. saying. Yeah, so you're you're safe. <laughs> yeah. So so as long as she doesn't jump out of a helicopter, you'll be good. Yeah, she, she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh God. Yeah, uh, I was never that cold in Alaska. And I, I went ice fishing when it was like negative 20 <laughs> and still was not that cold. So, mm. but we also, they, we got to wear clothes that would like help keep you warm. Right. right? So, yeah, the culture was way better in Alaska because it was the cold would kill you if you didn't dress appropriately. Fair enough. No, like, that's a thing. I remember when uh, we came and uh, visited you in, uh, when you were stationed in Alaska. We almost died. We did. I'm pretty sure, like, the hike that you, Dad, and I did on our way out, I'm pretty sure we saw a bear. Pretty sure. Anyways, but, like, uh, uh, 
honestly, like, I, I understand Alaska is a part of the U.S. It honestly feels like a whole other world. It's it's so not what you notice. Like, there was uh, one night where we had to go to Walmart for something. So we went to Walmart, and Walmart looked like how Walmart looks everywhere. And so we're going, and we grab our shit, and we're walking out of Walmart, and I walk out, and it's a fucking mountain range <laughs> in the fucking... I was like... Okay, so I'm pretty sure we just came out of Walmart into Middle Earth or some shit like that. So I mean, so I don't, I don't know what's going on. So I mean, it was, it was so fucking crazy, where we would be surrounded by heavy city, and then two minutes later we we're surrounded by mountains, like and not like hills. We're talking mountains where like the tips of them are hidden in the clouds and shit like that. It just, it's so fucking crazy. It's. It's so not <laughs> the average day shit. And of course, but but for people who live there, it is the average day shit. Like um Yeah, that yeah, that ahead. Walmart was in Eagle River. So the Eagle River Valley is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it is located right there, uh not like deep back into it, but back far enough to where it's like it is seriously the most scenic Walmart you'll ever see in your life. Right. And that's <laughs> the the one of the coolest things about about Alaska is you are never more than uh thirty minutes away from complete wilderness Mm. and when i say complete wilderness i'm talking about like you like you don't hear airplanes you don't hear cars you like there's no there's no sound like uh pollution there's no light pollution uh and and it's unreal and and you go from anchorage huge city huge city great place awesome so much fun um and but again 30 minutes later you're in somewhere where there's animals that want to eat you like that's that's insane, um, and and it's so fascinating to to experience that and to to get to play. And when we looked at we looked at a map of Alaska, and we thought we had traveled a bunch of it. We went up to McKinley, you know, we were up to Toke, and we were down to Seward and Homer. And then we like we look on the map, right? And if Alaska's like this big. We saw this much. Yeah, it was like, and for those of you in podcast land, I put my hands out about shoulder width, and then uh, the this much was uh, maybe a half of inch uh, separation between my thumb and my forefinger. So you have to narrate for the podcast people, right? They just had, they just listened to us, and they're wonderful. We love them. Um, But anyway, um, so like, (laughs) you both are laughing. (laughs) I, I wish. Actually, here, I'm going to take a picture because because uh, y'all need to see this. Uh, so how we're set up on Twitch is not how we're set up on Discord, and how we record is on Discord. So here's – I'm going to take a picture. I'll put this in the show notes. I am literally the meat in an idiot sandwich here. I've got Josh on my left, and I've got Joe on my right. So uh, whenever I say something stupid, i got both of them like, like right there. It's like, the, it's like a weird version of the Brady Bunch, you know? Like, here's the story. I'm looking at Josh. See, on my screen, I'm here. Tigger, you're there, and then Joe's down here. So Joe, look up, and Tigger, look over. T- uh, no, the other way. Oh, <laughs> see, the word the Brady Bunch. <laughs> okay, we're done. Let's stop that. All right. Yeah, that's weird. Well, like, okay, uh, because so, but, like, even even places like in the country that, oh, okay, well, fucking Alaska is a part of the country. We just talked about this. Um, but like closer to shit. Um, a couple years ago, uh, my wife and I on our anniversary went to Tennessee. Um, because somehow I don't know how she found it, but she found some state park in Tennessee that has these waterfalls that are, are supposedly amazing. Um, 
Fucking supposedly. No, no, we we were there. So no, they were, but like we've never okay. been there before. Um, so we're like, hey, let's go. No, uh, not Cooper. Um, fuck, what was it? It's somethingville? Chattanooga. No, not Chattanooga. Somethingville. Anyways, we're missing them. Anyway, so we we get to this state park, and there's like a campground there and shit like that. And so we park, and so we figure out, okay, so to get to the falls, we have to go down to the river and then hike up the river because you can. There's two ways you can go. You can go. You can hike up the river to where you're at the base of the falls, or you can do the scenic hike where you're over the falls. So we decided to do the hike so we're at the base of the falls when we get there. So as we're, like, hiking up to these falls, it felt like we were somewhere else, even though, like, I, like it definitely felt, like, different. Like, Alaska felt like we're this isn't the normal. This isn't the everyday thing. And so we get to these waterfalls, amazing and so when we got there there was a couple other people there and it was it was us so the water was fucking freezing but like you know we because like there was enough uh of a pool to where you could jump off uh one of the lower falls into the water and everything so i mean it was fucking terrible but you know it was it was super enjoyable we we hung out there for a few hours but then everybody from the campground had made their way there and they were treating it like a public beach and it ruined the falls. As soon as like more than Aww. like three other people showed up, I was like, "Okay, this is stopped being um kind of romantic and cool to touristy." <laughs> uh, okay, let's make the mile hike out now. <laughs> and. And like, but at the same time, like getting up there was fun because like there was a section where you had um, uh, essentially cliff face or the the rock where people would take, uh, like they would rub their hands in the mud and then put handprints on the walls or you know the the cliff face and there was fuck yeah thousands of of handprints. It it was so cool and I was like fuck I'm like, I got to do it so. You dug my hands in the mud, and, and I left my handprints. So, I mean, it was – it definitely felt cool and interesting and um, definitely not, you know, the normal shit, uh, especially, like, Alaska, where you drive 20 minutes, and all of a sudden you're surrounded by mountains and animals who want to eat you, you know. And, you know, so the fact that there are places that are like that that aren't as far away – in America just kind of reaffirms the fact that America's got some hidden gems in it that people just are not aware. That's, that's, that's the stuff it, I miss. Cause like in, in Tennessee, I had um, several state parks within 20, 30 at most 45 minutes away. Right. And you get up there and, and, and get into those areas and there's nothing there. And it was just, it was peaceful, it was nice, but then, like, down here, like, um, we've got uh, Cypress Gardens, which is a uh, swamp, basically. Uh, you can do, a, you can do like, a canoe ride with the alligators type of sh- kind of shit. And it's actually, uh, you've seen The Patriot, you know, Mel Gibson movie. Yeah. The, uh, the yeah. swamp 
where they shoot, where they've got like the uh, uh, torn down Spanish mission where they camp in and everything that that was shot in Cypress Gardens, 20 minutes from my house. Oh, nice. Uh, so, but nice. like you can go out there, but it's, you know, there's people having weddings there and just all kinds of like, you, you go out there to enjoy nature and it's still touristy. Oh, a few hundred people just wandering around. And it's like, how, how the fuck do I get away from people? And then I go out of my route, which is a country route. So I, I do get away from people, but the people that are actually around are all either meth heads or crackheads. <laughs> so, you know, still get out there to where, you know, there's things that want to eat you, right? But it's nowhere near as oh. interesting as bears. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I, uh, this, uh, not, yeah, no, last May, uh, we had made a uh, trip out to New York for uh, our grandfather's 90th or 91st. I don't remember. 90th. 90th birthday. Mm -hmm. And then we, we, it was like a birthday slash family reunion. I mean, everybody was there. And then uh, a lot. we ended up going to the state park that's close to there that has the falls and everything, which, which was great. And, and I'm sure that's an experience to really enjoy felt very touristy it's like okay state wiskoy falls yes oh no we went to um no, no. uh no that was at letchworth letchworth whatever letchworth, letchworth. yeah yeah letchworth state. <laughs> well letchworth state park is like a major tourist attraction right so it, it felt very touristy but then one of the things that kind of everybody had a uh understanding about was yeah it was like because we started trying to get out as we were trying to get back to the house when we found out there are cabins you can rent at the falls. And it's like, okay, why the fuck did we not just stay in these cabins for the weekend? instead? Of, because, uh, funny story. So I, I got to go, go back a little bit. We left here in Michigan to drive to New York. Fucking super early. It started raining just before we hit Ohio. It 12, 16 hour drive? Oh, fuck. No, it was um, eight at most. Really? It, That's it? Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. But it, I will say it was the first long drive we did with my kids. That was the first real long trip they've ever had. But at the same time, so it started raining just before Ohio. It rained the whole way <laughs> to, to fucking New York. It was fucking terrible and then when we got to new york it was like 30 degrees raining and gross and what we had planned to do was we had got a tent we were gonna stay uh put up a tent in uh my grandparents yard and shit like that i'm like so when we pulled into my my grandparents house i'm like okay it's fucking freezing and raining i am not putting a tent up there was a hotel about a half hour away. I will drive to that fucking hotel. We will stay there for the night. I'm, I'm not fucking putting a tent up in the rain. And so thank God for our, our grandfather was like, hey, it it's gross outside. Just just fucking sleep in the living room. We're like, okay, good. Y'all could have come to our Airbnb. Right. <laughs> so unfortunately, Josh got a little drunky face. <laughs> oh, I got super drunky face. <laughs> had to go to bed super early. And then we drew dicks on him. It was great. Yep. So, well, like a, a funny part because to we're that, twelve. A, a a funny but cool part to that whole drinking scenario 
is by the time Tigger finally got there, I was I was already pretty well into it because I had been drinking beer. Um, so he got there. He had some whiskey that I was waiting to have because that was the first whiskey he and I had together in person. So at that point in time for the podcast, we had been recording since um, late February, early March. And so we had plenty of virtual whiskeys together up until that point. That was the first in-person whiskey we had, which was great. But, of course, I drank too much. I decided to go to bed while everybody was still up getting crazy. And when I woke up the next morning, went to the bathroom, I looked in the mirror, and I, I looked at my face. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a penis drawn on my face. I was like, I don't know why, but... Yeah, that's okay. So I I cleaned myself up and then I went back to bed. <laughs> so our Aunt Lisa, right? We only have one Aunt Lisa. And she's very Aunt distinct. <laughs> oh, you know her. Okay, great. So we're already there. Yeah, so Joshua in his glorious state of shenanigans <laughs> forgot her name. <laughs> what did you call her? We'll see. For, for the longest time, the only reference I've had to her, just from family and everything, is Aunt Cha-Cha. That's, that's the only thing I have. So, And so the kids, like my kids had asked it's something about her, and it just, I just was walled. I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, what is her name? And I, and I couldn't think of it. And, of course, when I got when we got there and she got there, we got chatting and joking about it. And she was like, well, you just might fucking copy your head, Julia, <laughs> or whatever. So in my phone, Julie, that's right. In my phone, under contacts, <laughs> it's Lisa, Cha-Cha, Aunt Julie. <laughs> so I have, like, all the names. It just, because, it, it, but again, that was, like, a whole other experience that weekend that was just so much fun. Other than fucking not wanting to set up a tent in the rain. Oh, Jesus. Because if we had been forced to do that, I would have been super pissed. <laughs> I'm like, why did the fuck did we drive eight hours to just set up a tent in the rain? <laughs> we could have done that at home. But no. But no. It, it actually ended up being a great weekend because uh, weekend. It, the weather cleared up real nice and people came out. We had a load of fun and it was it was really good. It was a great weekend. And we still have a secret show that we have yet to publish. I know, right? Uh, that came out of that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We recorded for like three hours. There was a round table of family members that came up to the table oh, to yeah. talk. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I've uh, heard about that one. Yeah. yeah. So my sister, drunk, was awesome. <laughs> uh, my dad, our aunt, Aunt Julie, came out. Um, which, which sister? That's not her real name. Right. Uh, but uh, she she had a great voice. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, she sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll share that. It'll it'll go on our Patreon. So uh, for those of you who want to hear uh, three hours of of true McGlynn shenanigans, uh, you'll uh, you'll hop on the the Patreon and we'll we'll get it up for you there eventually once I get my shit together and actually edit the damn thing, um, or don't. Maybe we'll just put it up there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put in my two cents on that. I've been a friend of the family for a long time. Actually, I think long time. We'll send you the audio. Tigger is the one that I've had the least amount of interaction with, right? I mean, I think Josh's wedding was gone. the one and only time. 
because you know you hate the rest of your family apparently. Who does? I do. Tigger. Yeah. Ian. Oh. <laughs> but all right, well, uh, that's gonna wrap it up for us here at the tavern. And uh, uh, thanks for coming out tonight. My, my, Joe can my, go my fuck point, himself. My point is that getting three hours. <laughs> That, that was a joke, if any of the McGlynns hear this. You know me, I was just kidding. <laughs> but to anybody else... Alright, listening to three hours of the McGlynns going back and forth is well worth whatever they charge for it. All right, so I'll just, I'm just going to throw that out there. See, in, in all honesty, during that whole spiel, like... At least for for this like the the McGlynn crazy shit like I didn't say much because once people get talking I'm like I like to listen and I sit there and just let people go and and so like for that episode I I didn't say much just because I I enjoy hearing what other people have to say and especially when uh, when Grandpa started talking he just he just went. And I was just like, I was eating it up. And so it like, and there was a couple points where I forgot we were even recording the podcast. And I was like, dude, why the fuck do I have these headphones on? It's like, it's, it's not going to fucking do anything, but it just, uh, it was, that was fun. That was, that was fun. because one of the cool parts about recording that was we had great background ambiance going because we were yeah. sitting at the dining room table and the living room is just, at least in my grandparents' house, is uh, just off the, the living room is just off the dining room. So you had folks coming inside, doing their own shit. So you had, you had people talking and just, so you had this, it sounded like a tavern. And it was, oh, it was, it oh, it was great. And it was, oh, it was so much fun. And, and listening to it, there is, there's just this like constant like noise in the background. Like, so we're, we're at a booth in a bar and it, it was it was really wonderful, and just random people were coming up and grabbing the microphone. So you know, you've got the the young freaking drunk chick with Tori. You've got freaking the old drunk chick with uh, Julie, Aunt Lisa, and uh, and then you know, uh, my dad popped on for a little bit, and then Grandpa came on, and he's just the old wise freaking man telling all these crazy stories. And it was it was just facilitating conversation. That's all it was. We we really didn't talk much. Um, we just just kind of facilitated people talking about whatever and it was that was a lot of fun yeah it was a lot of fun yeah so we should do that again so for uh for those uh podcast listeners uh that will be available on patreon so if you want access to that uh that is where you will find it uh i guess i'll have to be a patreon uh member to get access to that as well because i haven't even fucking listened to it so you have access to the share drive, right? Is it on the share drive? Not yet, but it can. Well, be okay, so fuck off. So, <laughs> so, uh, real quick, or just come to fucking Boston and fucking listen to the goddamn show yourself. So, the afterwards, we'll go have beers out in the yard and <laughs> under the harbor. So, uh, before we wrap it up for uh, for tonight, uh, for the stream in particular. I want to point out uh, some uh, some shameless uh, promotion for another podcast we we all enjoy. 
If you see here on my fabulous microphone for uh, those in the stream, we have stickers. Uh, Tigger or slash Ian has a sticker on his microphone for Strive Seek Fine Podcast. Uh, Chance is not in the chat this evening, which is uh, a bummer because I it's got a super bummer because he's fucking chilling on the beach in San Diego like a bitch. Oh, well, f- well, fuck him. All right. So he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. So, uh, so Chance, uh, when you eventually listen to this, uh, we have your stickers. They're fantastic. I expected a sticker. I didn't expect fucking like, okay, I got five. So I got, I got all these and then the one I put on my mic. So I have a table, uh, that the stormtrooper helmet sits on that I put all of my stickers on. So all of these stickers will go on the table. So I'm I'm very excited about that. So, because I saw it, I looked at him like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I saw the some stuff on. This, I was like, "Oh, these are my stickers." stickers. <laughs> yeah, I was, put any I was, on your on your car or anything to you know to actually promote his podcast. I mean, I could, but um, I would probably in the next Small. week or so, I'm gonna be getting rid of my car and be getting a new car because my muffler fell off. So. Yeah, but you could still tell them that you're putting. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Charging. You're getting a new car because your muffler fell off. Well, okay. Well, just put look, on a new muffler. Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. It's really easy. You know, okay, let, way me, less let me say this. Um, I've put enough money into this car that I'm not going to put any more money into this car. Um, it wasn't just the muffler; it was the entire exhaust pipe. Apparently, <laughs> it was. It was the whole thing. <laughs> like my like, muffler, cat back. My muffler ends like right under the driver's seat. So, so, so for the past week or so, my car has, uh, has not smelled very good when I drive to work. So, uh, all the windows, well, at least the windows that still work, uh, are open <laughs> because this, this pass out at a red light. <laughs> no, but seriously, it, you've just been in a state of carbon monoxide poisoning for the last week, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> I, That's why you're so goddamn tired all the time. I have no hard to notice. I have no response to that. <laughs> but no, so I'm saving these stickers for uh, for when I get my new car, which is still at the dealership. So uh, a couple more weeks to save up for my down payment on on said car because I'm very excited about it, and I can't wait because I've had fuck I've I've had this car for. Shit, I bought it in two thousand nine, <laughs> so I've I've had it for Damn. a minute. So it's That's awesome. It's time for this car to go away and for me to get a new car that doesn't sound like a race car when I started up. Like so, so picture this: the day <laughs> or I- poison you to death slowly. <laughs> I'm not worried about the poisonous stuff. It's just how fucking loud the car is. <laughs> the 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 day after the muffler fell off. I, I take my kids to school in the morning. And because, you know, my garage, the kids open the garage door, they wait in the driveway, and I back out. So they open the garage door. And so I look at my rear view mirror. I turn the car on, and I look. <laughs> and it's so loud. I see my daughter's head just kind of peek into view going, <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? And my, cause I told my kids, I'm like, Hey, my, my muffler fell off. So the, the car is going to be pretty loud. 
And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so I don't think she realized how loud it was going to be. <laughs> it was it was fantastic because my son, he he, fuck, he doesn't care. But my daughter definitely noticed it was. When did daddy install all the aftermarket parts? <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Is that a race car? That shit. <laughs> but yeah, so. So yeah, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks I will have uh, a new bumper to put all these uh, awesome stickers on. Hell yes! I try to put stickers on my water bottle. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't of, even think about I'm that. I'm running out. I'm running out of space. Well, like I have an empty water bottle to put fucking stickers on. I didn't even. Oh shit! I'm gonna do that right now. I gotta save some for my table because I have all kinds of stickers on my table. That I need to put on. All right. Well, for all of you in uh, podcast land, that's going to wrap it up for us here tonight at the Tavern. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I would like to give a uh, an incredibly special shout-out to uh, our guest this evening, uh, Joe. Woe is Joe. He is our, our resident fact-checker. Um, and if you join us uh, on Thursday nights at 7.30, you will definitely see his presence. He is uh, as much of a part of the show as Joshua and I are, and it's just been wonderful to actually have you here in person, Joe. Uh, I thank you for uh, for coming in and sitting in with us this evening. It's been awesome. It's, it's been fun. Uh, anybody listening, don't bother like, following, or subscribing because I don't do anything. But you know, it's been it's been fun being here. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, we will have Joe back uh, in person more often. And he can fact check us in real life, uh, in real time, and with his face, and not just his fingers on a keyboard. Um, what? Why are you laughing, Josh? Get your shit together, Jesus! Uh, you guys really don't want this to be the face of the podcast. Just <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. It, it brings balance. You know, Josh has got the pretty shiny bald head. I've got the long flowing hair. You've got your face. It it just works out. You know, got we're good long, to go. Long beautiful hair. Thank you very much. You do. Yes, just keep your fucking shirt on because I don't want to get kicked off of Twitch. So don't do it. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, we're out of here. Josh, take us to the last call, would you? Bye, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>